Hi there. Well, it looks like President Biden's dog major is back in the news again, and it's not for a particularly good reason. So I want to talk to you about some things that could be done possibly to aid in uh, major's transition into the White House and how that could actually help your pets, not just dogs. And I'm going to be actually using this as I am going to be focusing on kind of amping up my dog Kane's training this spring. If you haven't been here before, I do have weekly episodes about animal communication, natural pet care, and I have interviews with experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. I really do appreciate you subscribing so that you can be updated about future episodes and hitting the like button. Both of those things really are important to grow the channel and also to get this out in front of other people who might benefit from it. And I just greatly appreciate you doing that sincerely. Welcome to this two-part series that I'm doing on helping animals with training using animal communication and acupressure. So if you haven't somehow heard, uh, Major Biden, one of President Biden's German Shepherd dogs, has had two incidents uh, that have made the news since the inauguration, as it's called. Major is a three-year-old German Shepherd, and the Biden's other dog is Chance. He's 12 years old. But Major was adopted in 2018, and Major has had a couple incidents. The first one, if you haven't heard about this, was he was reportedly surprised by a member of the White House security staff and it resulted in a minor injury. And then a few days ago, Major had a second incident where he reportedly nipped at a National Park's employee on a walk. And that individual was, you know, they returned to work quickly without injury. So Major has been in training. They've mentioned this as he transitions into the White House. And at this point, as I'm recording this, it's only April 2nd. So it really hasn't been that long. Major has had clearly to adjust to some pretty big things in his life, like coming to the White House. That's a that's a pretty big transition for a dog with all these people around and these completely different space, different smells, uh, different schedule, I'm sure. Now, Major was actually a rescue from a litter that had been exposed to something toxic in the home, and he was actually fostered by the Bidens, and that was when he was in the uh, associated with the Delaware Humane Association, and then President Biden adopted him. So I was pretty excited to see two German Shepherds in the White House. I love German Shepherds. I would say they are my favorite breed, whether they're mixed or purebred. I have a German Shepherd dog named Kane, and if you're interested in watching some videos about Kane, he's had quite a history and I've had to work a lot with him. Uh, there's some videos that I have about him and I'll have those up on the screen at the end of this video. So what about you? Do you have a favorite breed? Let me know down below. And of course, we love adopted animals here. I am an advocate for them, but even animals that are mixed sometimes have sort of a, a little bit more of certain breeds. So, so I'd love to just hear that. So animal communication is understanding what an animal is thinking and feeling. It's understanding from the animal's perspective what's going on with him or her emotionally, uh, physically, 
just tuning into them and really getting perspe their perspective on things. And I've been an animal communicator professionally for, I think it's 16, 17 years, and I have done this all of my life, but you know, I do this professionally and I do teach animal communication. And I find that animal communication can really help in most situations, and especially when you're doing training with a dog. So while I'm sure the training that Major is getting is top-notch, if he's still having issues, even though he's getting this top-notch training, um, what else might enhance the training? And what else could help other dogs who are training and maybe even running and you know, hitting some walls with it? Understanding what an animal feels like when they come into a new environment like Major, who is doing some training to try to adjust, would involve talking with Major about what he likes, what he dislikes. What are the things about being in the White House that he's struggling with? The point of all this is to better get his perspective and then uh, apply it to some kind of practical way to solve the problem. And it really works better than just the human 100% imposing what we think needs to happen because the animal's input is there. It's just like with us. If we have input on something that has to do with our own well-being, we're going to be more invested in it. And it's probably just going to work better because it's, it's from our point of view. I'm sure you can understand that. So I would talk with Major to understand anything that he would like to change in his environment or uh, people who are around him, the way maybe he's being handled, um, smells that might be affecting him. That could, e I know that even sounds crazy, but that could be a factor. Um, and, and I would like to just remind everyone that toxic chemicals, toxic cleaning products can affect an animal's behavior and their emotions and physically how they're doing so you know that can even be a factor and so my goal is to gather as much information as I can from an animal when there is a training issue and ask about what are you seeing what are you smelling what are you feeling uh, what is going on and if with, with major, this would be, okay, before, during, and after each of these incidents to see if there's some kind of factor that, um, or factors that could be maybe adjusted and, and prevented or um, incorporated into the training to help him deal better, deal with those things better. So basically, we're trying to fill in any holes or gaps in the training program. And when an animal feels respected, and feels like we're trying to understand how they uh, feel and how they think, big changes can happen. I just did uh, an episode of the Animal Intuitive show either last week or the week before, I think it was the week before, uh, about a dog who had been adopted and she was not adjusting great. There were some things that were really um, affecting her. Her name is Heidi. You can go back and watch that episode if you'd like as well. And it just kind of highlights how transitions can affect an animal and how once you just sort of understand them better, things can just kind of change sometimes overnight. Not always, but sometimes overnight. And this would be a conversation between Major and 
anybody who would be involved in his training or you know his his parents <laughs> the president and his wife and then they can relate that to the trainer um, but you know this is sort of this is how we do animal communication it's a conversation between the the caretakers the the pet parents and the animal part two of this series is going to be talking about using acupressure to help animals when they're engaging in training if you want to know more about animal communication or acupressure massage energy work essential oils with pets you can contact me at and with an e at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com or just check out my website at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com thank you so much for being here and god bless rub my belly rub my belly rub my belly my belly